All right. Welcome back to Soccer Pilgrim. My last night in Munich. And I leave uh, for Zurich tomorrow. I'm keeping my voice a little low because uh, uh, the Airbnb, I rented a room and there's like two other roommates. I don't know how thin these walls are, but it's an old building. So I assume that the walls are thick, but still I don't want to... I don't. I don't want to wake him up with, with my talking, so it's gonna be at this uh, voice level. But anyway, um, so let me talk about what happened today. <laughs> um, yesterday was Oktoberfest. Uh, completely. Uh, God, it was too much beer. My poor liver. I just got like this morning. I woke up at like five or six a.m. because I was so dehydrated, so I, like chugged so much water i chugged so much water which meant like two three hours later i had to pee massively so that was a very uncomfortable morning <laughs> but i woke up with no hangovers so i'm quite happy and yeah so i woke up then this today i decided to go do some touristy things so i walked towards the old town the old city center uh like marionplatz which is where Bayern munich holds their uh trophy celebration where they're at the town hall they lift the trophy and all the fans go crazy blah blah so i went there and i just uh when i got there i just see everyone is wearing Bayern munich shirts everyone's going to the game like all the tourists are going to the games all the german tourists are going to the games everyone's just wearing Bayern munich gear and they're all just at marion platz just to chill there for the day and then and then when it's time they'll go and everyone's just wearing Bayern shirts, Bayern hats, Bayern jackets, Bayern everything, 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 everything. And I was just thinking, I was like, wow, this is, um, it's quite obvious there's a game happening tonight. And this is around like three or no, not even, it's like one, two or 3 p.m. And the game's at 8.30. So that means that these guys are just dressed ready for the, for the game later today, you know? And I was just like, all right, these, these people are ready. I walk around the old city center and usually... When you go to these touristy parts, that's kind of what the city wants people to to know, you know, the, what's the best aspect of the city. And walking around the old city center of Munich, it's really nice. It's like well manicured. It's pretty. All the clocks have gold on them. All the statues have gold on them. There's a lot of gold in the statues and all the things that they considered very um, precious to the city, I suppose. Like in the middle of the, in the middle of the of Marion Platz, uh, like where the town hall is, that big square, there's a statue and that, that on the top of a column, there's a statue of this, I guess, lady. Uh, I'm not entirely sure what it was. And she's all in gold. And I'm like, wow, that's brilliant gold. And everything, even the clocks have gold. Everything's gold. I was like, okay, the city is just balling. <laughs> like it already tells you everything you need to know about the city. And I'm walking around and everything's just really nice. Really nice. I even went, went to one of the churches. I forget what it was called, but it was beautiful it, it was really nice and then there was another church right next to the market there's like a marketplace uh called something oh sorry i just it's, it's late i forget the name of it but there's like a little market area next to those churches and that little market area is really nice it kind of looks like a christmas market but it's not i guess it's just a typical bavarian market and they have beer gardens and restaurants and shops it was quite nice it was very nice and even that church, that second church I walked into was beautiful. And they had a, at the top of the church was a huge Masonic uh, triangle and eye with like a sunbeam light, like going out of it, resonating out of the tri eye and triangle. And all that was in just 
gold all that was in just pure gold and i was like wow this is very freemasonry um <laughs> but it was really nice i took a picture of it so you'll see it eventually um but yeah as i said munich is very pretty i was just walking around i was like this is super nice and but then i realized that the old town it's kind of like any other old town in any other city. Kind of like if you go to old Montreal, the one thing you notice about old Montreal, Montreal is mediocre restaurants, expensive stores, overpriced stores even. And you'll find like one or two or three really cool spots tucked away in old Montreal, you know, like in old, in old Montreal, you'll find something cool to do. You'll find something fun to do. And it's a, it's the same vibe I got here where... I saw like maybe two, three, four really cool restaurants, a little expensive, but you know, that shouldn't surprise you in this part of town, but they look cool, but everything else seems very like, you know, whatever, you know, a lot of stores, a lot, a lot of fashion brands. And speaking of stores, I came across the Bayern Munich store, the Bayern Munich world. That is the most insane club soccer store I've been to in my life. I haven't been to a lot. I've been to Real Madrid's, and Real Madrid's is just like, what? what is this? Real Madrid was pretty big. I've been to the Adidas store in Paris, and that's just awesome. It wasn't PSG, but it was just the Adidas Paris. It, was, it felt like the French national team's Adidas store. That's what it felt like at the time when they were still with Adidas. But when I went to the Bayern Munich one, it was just, it was insane. It was beautiful. If you look at my Instagram story, like it's everything. It's three floors. They sell barbecues Bayern Munich barbecues Bayern Munich like <laughs> appliances Bayern Munich like I don't know like construction pants and and gloves and spatulas and Bayern Munich wines and Bayern Munich wine coolers uh they had like a Viv Clico collab with Bayern Munich I'm like this is insane this is the most commercialized thing i've ever seen in my life and i was really impressed i was like wow <laughs> cuz it wasn't just it wasn't just like sports gear and like sports fashion it was like lifestyle and everything else you know the fact that they sold barbecues i couldn't stop laughing i'm like oh my god they're selling barbecues and wines they sold wines and whatever and because it was oktoberfest all the people working there were wearing at Leidenhosen. oh yeah they even sell bar munich Leidenhosen, which i found hilarious i was like wow they even sell this and they have um every year uh bar munich does like a special thing like an oktoberfest uh kit and this year it's in like this beautiful burgundy and gold it's like it's all in burgundy or maroon but the the data bars are in gold and then the writing of Bayern Munich writing and the and the sponsors in gold i got the same ones last year except it was in green like a dark forest green between the burgundy and the green i like the green better because you don't really see that color often whereas burgundy you see it often but not that kind of green, that dark forest green. But anyway, I bought socks. I bought those uh, burgundy socks because they looked amazing. And yeah, and then um, it was just there's tourists everywhere. They had statues of all the players. They have statues of these players wearing, like, I guess they're just mannequins, but like, they're just wearing the either the full kits that they wear this year, this season, or they're wearing Lederhosen. Uh, Fonzo Davies's mannequin was in Lederhosen. And yeah that was on the first floor and then second floor and you go down there's like that's where you find the shoes and well, you know women's uh 
the women's section, the children's section. This is where you can print your name. This is where you pay for your, for the merchandise. There's a little section booth where you can play FIFA. And there's this little game underneath the staircase where it's like in a box. It's like, do you know, when you go on YouTube or on Instagram, you always see those like uh, reaction time precision practice where a ball is launched at you. Then you have to shoot it in that square where whatever square lights up. It's kind of the same, except it's just a circle, and the ball doesn't shoot at you. Shoot at you. There's just one ball in that cage, and with your ball, you're supposed to hit it off those lights. That like, it's like a projector that shines onto the boards, and you're supposed to hit it. And you have X amount of time to complete it. And I think the highest score I saw was five thousand. And then one of the guys I watched, he did. He got up to like four forty five hundred, which was pretty good. And I, I looked at it, I was like, oh, that looks like fun. I didn't do it because I'm, I'm one of those cool guys that don't participate. <laughs> but also, like, but, but also I was like, I was like, I, I got to keep going. I, I can't stay here for, I can't stay here forever because this is, this is too much fun. This is too much fun. Munich is, uh, Munich is some weird, if Berlin is a hipster post-apocalyptic society where there's just way too much art like the fun in berlin is the amount of art and freedom you could be and do in berlin and munich it's the amount of things you can buy and the amount of things you could do if you have the money to do them that's what i found that's that's my impression of munich so far it munich is a lot of fun if you have money to spend because oktoberfest it's not expensive nor is it cheap but if you have money to spend Oktoberfest is a lot of fun. Same thing with just walking around the city. I realize that if you have a bit of money, it's a lot of fun to do. Like Munich is a beautiful city. Like I wasted more money in Munich. I felt like I spent more money in my four days in Munich, as of tomorrow, four days, than in my one week in Berlin. That's my honest opinion. I felt like I spent more money in Munich just by chilling. <laughs> I could be wrong. I could be misremembering things, but but Berlin, you can get away and do you know inexpensive things and still have a lot of fun in munich you perhaps could maybe i've just been going to all the wrong places and also i'm in like the peak season the peak travel season in munich which is oktoberfest it's not it may not be as crazy as it could be in the summertime because summertime in europe when it comes to traveling is the absolute worst I, I can't travel in europe in the summertime anymore it's just i can't do it it's, it's it gets there's way too many people so I thought that's why I came this time of the year because I thought oh, it would be less people, which there was. But then I forgot Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest was a thing. But anyway, so I was walking around the old city center. Like I said, it's nice. It's beautiful. It looks like it comes from you know, um, Renaissance times. I guess it, it just it just old, feels old. It feels old. And it's 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 very it's very cool. The churches are beautiful. Everything is beautiful. Everything is really well designed and, and just, you know, everything is built consciously to make it attractive for people to just walk around and just get lost in it. Yeah, it's uh, to me when I saw that, I'm like, man, this is really just Munich's old Montreal. Yeah, so after that, after buying things at a Bayern Munich store, I went back to my Airbnb, dropped some things off. I just chilled for like an hour or two. And then I walked back to Marion Platz. It's about a 15, 15, 20 minute walk from my Airbnb. It's a nice walk. And today's weather was really nice. So I was like, well, what I mean really nice, it was not raining. It was cloudy, just not raining. <laughs> and um, uh, I just walked back and I got onto the metro and there was just, 
everyone is wearing Bayern Munich shirts and jerseys and hats and, and jackets and everyone's going to the game. Absolutely everyone. Because Marion Platz is sort of the intersection. It's a big station. So that's where you can get, you know, the S-Bahn, which is like the subway, then the U-Bahn, which is uh, the underground. And I think, uh, yeah, it, so the intersection of those two major uh, public transits at Marion Platz. So everyone is just going to the game. And as soon as we got into the metro, we were just packed in there like sardines. I was so happy I bought a new face mask because I was like, okay. I was like, every time I got into the metro, I was always the only one not wearing a face mask. So I was like, okay, maybe this time around I'll wear one because I have one, but it's just like, uh, I've been using it a lot. And I was like, yeah, it's getting icky. It's like one, it's not, it's like one of those, you know, one time usage, usage ones, you know? And I bought a new one at the drugstore. And as soon as I put it on, I'm like, oh, thank God. Everyone is like packed in here. I, you can hear some dude dry coughing in the back of the train. You're like, oh, thank God I'm wearing this. And yeah, I, I was and just packed in this train, packed in the U-Bahn for like half an hour. As soon as I get off, it's just a sea of people from the U-Bahn to the stadium to Allianz Arena. Uh, what's the name of the, the station I got off? Tor no 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 that not that one it's called for formuting formuting i formuting i think it's called that it's yeah it's about half an hour away and you know that's where the stadium is because if you look at the metro maps next to the train station there's a big soccer ball that they put on it to let you know that's where Bayern Munich plays which is like okay good to know as soon as you get off there's just a sea a river of people just walking towards Allianz Arena and as soon as you get off the train you climb up these steps and you cross over a bridge and as soon as you're on that bridge you see this brilliant red stadium in the distance and you just see the Allianz Arena as soon as I saw it I'm not even kidding I got a little emotional I'm like holy shit that's the Allianz Arena that's 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 something that I've only seen on TV. I've only seen it on pictures. I've only seen it online. I've only seen it on social media. And there it is. I'm about to go in and watch a game. And I was like, I've only seen this. I never thought I would ever watch a Bayern Munich game. I'm walking. We're getting closer. The anticipation of crowd is building. People have been drinking all day. People are still drinking as we're walking towards the stadium. And, you know, dudes are like fun drunk at this point. They're like, haha, we're Bayern Munich. Fun, fun, fun. And... And there's these American guys <laughs> behind me. They're like, dude, we're about to watch a soccer game, man. Yeah, in America. And yeah, we're about to watch a soccer game. <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious. And then one guy was like, hey, you watch a soccer game in, in Barcelona. How was that like? And he was like, oh, man, it was bigger. But it wasn't like crazy like this, which is true. As anyone who's been to a Barcelona game in Camp Nou, I've never been. But all of my friends who've been say that it's a beautiful stadium is big but the atmosphere is not as fun compared to other european uh clubs because i guess barcelona sort of like because the stadium is so big people feel like they don't have to be that crazy whereas going to the Allianz arena the people were already just like insane there's such a palpable energy of people just so excited to watch Bayern Munich and you could tell like a lot of these people have go to every Bayern Munich game and they still give you that energy of like we're about to watch Bayern Munich the greatest football club in the world and there's that palpability in the air which I'm like this is I never I never seen this before in my life I never experienced this and it's about a 15 minute walk from the subway to the to the to the stadium 
I'm getting closer and closer, and the Allianz Arena logo is getting bigger and bigger. The stadium's getting closer, and it's getting redder. And I'm just like, I remember just, <laughs> I remember thinking to myself, I was like, I, I might, I might be one of those grown men that cries over a fucking stadium. <laughs> <laughs> even and it's it's for a club that i don't even support i don't even support Bayern munich but it's just you know there's a mystique around Bayern munich and there's so much history around in that stadium too and there's like you know Bayern munich is one of those clubs that if you're going to talk about world football and people who've influenced global football you have to talk about Bayern munich and the first thing that came to my mind when i saw that stadium was the 2012 Champions League final where Bayern Munich lost at the Allianz Arena versus Chelsea where Didier Drogba forever became a god, a soccer god in my personal life because Didier Drogba's performance in, at the Allianz Arena was beautiful. And also Juan Mata's performance against Bayern Munich in the Allianz Arena was second to none. It was like those two were incredible that day. I'm not even a Chelsea fan either. But, but just that being said, I remember just thinking, I was like, man... This is where they dropped it. This is where Bastian Schweinsteiger missed that penalty and Drogba scored. And anyway, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's funny how I'm like going to a stadium where I'm supposed to be supporting Bayern Munich, but I'm just thinking about one of the worst moments in European in European finals. But yeah, so I go, uh, go through security, and it's all QR codes. So my ticket, you know, there's a QR card in your ticket. Scan it, and you go in. And it's like, it says, I need to get into section G. My entrance is like, you can go into any entrance, but the most efficient way is from the outside, look for section G, the doors to section G. And as soon as I open, they said G, and then they said block 225. As soon as they walk through the doors, I, and right in front of me is a staircase that says 225, G 225. I'm like, oh my God, perfect, easy. Walk in. As soon as I walk into the stadium, I just couldn't believe how big this is. It was one of the most, it's one of the biggest stadiums I've ever been in. It's it's so big, yet you could see the state, like from where I was, I definitely was in nosebleeds, but still, I could see everything perfectly. I could see the entire stadium perfectly. I could see the entire field and the players perfectly. Like every time, I think at some point, Fonzie nutmegged someone, and I saw that perfectly, and I was like, this is, Wow beautiful seats and i remember just sitting there kind of taking it all in i was like i i can't believe it and then at the i'm sitting in the corner behind where the ultras are and then on the other side you see the seats where they have the Bayern munich logo on the seats and i've seen that picture so many times and to see it in person i was like i can't believe it's in front of me i can't believe i'm in the Allianz arena about to watch Bayern munich to celebrate this occasion i want to go get a liter of beer <laughs> which was like nine euros which was cheaper than getting a liter of beer at oktoberfest at oktoberfest it was like 13 euros for the stein and and like the liter of beer whereas at Bayern munich i paid nine euros i was like how is this cheaper than oktoberfest anyway and i remember getting the liter of beer even people around me were just like oh man you got you're you're going in heavy to start i'm like what? I was like, the option's there. Why not take it? And I took it. And the one thing I didn't notice at the concession stands, the most popular food item that everyone eats is bratwurst, which is like uh, hot dogs that are way too big for the bread. And that is the most popular thing. And half those hot dogs I've been looking, like maybe one quarter of them are just burnt. And I'm like, I saw one man hold a hot dog and it was just completely burnt. And I'm like, 
why are you gonna eat that like dude that's like what like i if i i would be like can i get another one like i don't want this burnt stuff like that's insane maybe it's part of the experience i don't know maybe germans like their hot dogs like that i don't know but but yeah so i get my beer i walk back i sit down and everyone's just you know everyone's really nice everyone's friendly everyone's walking past me everyone speak to me either german or bavarian i can't tell the difference and and then like <laughs> i sit down and there seems to be like a family that's surrounding me or i don't think they're family i think they're all just season ticket holders so they they all kind of like knew that that's not my spot but i think they i guess they're like they're kind of like you're not her because on the seat on the seat where i'm seated it's written someone's name jennifer whatever and like there are other seats like on my right and on my left it's written people's full names on them so i'm just like are these did they put those names for the season ticket holders i was like that makes sense because even those other people who sat down they kind of look at the names and i could well that's being a german but like i can tell they're making jokes like oh i guess today i'm this person and i was like maybe they re maybe they bought those tickets secondhand like me but it seemed like they've yeah i think the family to my right definitely there's two there's like a parent right behind me and their son i think was to my to my left rather and their son seems to be like my age and i feel like this is the first time to to buy a mini game because it seems like they don't come all the time so they're all very excited and the man to my right he seems to be he seems to come to games very regularly because um i don't know there's just a vibe he he had where i'm like okay you come often but yeah and they kind of looked at me they're like that's not your seat but they, but i guess they were like oh this, i'm guessing they were talking about me saying like oh this guy bought it off the person who originally sits there but anyway i sit down and i'm just watching the players warm up i'm watching sadio mane warm up Leroy sane fonzo davies manuel neuer thomas Mueller. Jamal Muziala, who's really good. Upakamano was good. Um, Matthias Delict was good. Benjamin Pavar, who I didn't even notice playing half the time. I did not notice him at all. The only players I've noticed the entire time that had any influence on the game was Thomas Mueller, Upakamano, uh, Muziala, Fonzi and 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 Mane. Those are the only five players that I can notice that had the biggest influence. And Joshua Kimmich, but like those six players, I noticed all the time. Everyone else were almost irrelevant. Levi Sane, he was like in and out. Like there's, he scored the first goal in like three minutes, but still, like other than that, I hardly noticed him all game. But out of when I was watching them play, that's when I noticed I was like, man. This is this football is so incredibly good, especially from the angle I was sitting. I could see the entire play just build. The way they applied pressure to Bayer Leverkusen, it was suffocating. I felt bad for Leverkusen. They were being suffocated. There's nothing that they could do. And not just being suffocated by a very good Bayern Munich team who could suffocate you in that way, but being in a stadium that is so hostile. They're so hostile. It was like every time they got the ball, it was just like you could feel the pressure being pressed upon the Bayer Leverkusen players. It was just like the stadium was literally the 12th man. The ultras, the Bayern Munich ultras were so impressive. They were so much fun to watch. They were such great energy. You know, they set the tempo. They set the tone of how the rest of the stadium, you know, the, the, the they set the tone of the energy for the entire stadium. 
and the entire stadium was always like following their rhythm and their beat and their energy it was it was it was art it was beautiful it truly really was beautiful and and yeah uh, Alfonso Davis is good you could tell that the stadium loves him you could tell that the fans really do love Fonzie not just Fonzie the, the the way Thomas Mueller and Manuel Neuer are are regarding and treated among fans is is incredible. They're like they're gods, you know. They're like this is these are our local boys kind of thing. I don't think Manuel Neuer is from Munich. I don't think so, but still, you know, it's like that's our guy. Kind of same way, same way when Sammy Pied gets introduced by CF Montreal, everyone's like, yeah, that's our guy. Same with Thomas Mueller. And Thomas Mueller. <sighs> I, I always hear people who hate on him, but I never got it. But then watching him live, he is so good. He just does... He couldn't do anything wrong. Everything he does had a purpose. He kept the ball moving. It was efficient. The way he played was efficient. Like, no pass was wasted. Everything he did was just, like, a good idea. That was a really good idea. And what I love about the fans and Bayern Munich is that you don't have to be flashy. You just have to be smart. You just have to play in a way that is efficient, that, like... That, that contributes to the team having complete control over the situation. If someone loses the ball, but then you able, but you're able to win the ball back and just regain possession and hold it, everyone applauds. If you if you miss a pass, if you miss a pass, but it was a good pass, a good idea, people applaud. They're like, "Oh, that was smart." But if you hold the ball for too long and the opportunity to score is gone, the entire stadium just gets upset. Even when they were winning 2-0 or 3-0, whenever someone held the ball a little too long in the box and not give it a pass or take the shot immediately, the entire stadium gets frustrated. They're like, bro, you, that's not how we play. That's not how you play. You're supposed to dominate. You're supposed to score. You're supposed to take every chance and maximize every opportunity. And you didn't because you held the ball for too long. And you, you sense that amongst the, uh, amongst, the, amongst the fans. And I was just like, wow. Like... German football has a very, I mean, not just German, but Bayern, the fans, their understanding of football is really impressive because they all think in the same patterns. They all know what they love about Bayern Munich and whoever deviates from what from that, they get frustrated. Even if they're winning 3-0, that frustration sounds like, a t- that sounds like fans who are losing 1-0. That's a standard of Bayern Munich, whereas in Montreal, it's oh, we don't have that. <laughs> We're not there yet. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it was just like the footballing IQ of the fans were so impressive. You know, I think there was a moment where uh, I'm trying to oh Jamal. Okay, wait before I get to that, Jamal Muziala is incredibly good. He is so good. Whenever he took the ball, started running, you could you could sense the entire stadium be like, "This kid's about to do something. He's about to do something really good." And it was always the case. He'd create a chance. He would take a shot. He would be. He'd win dribbles. He would move the ball up. He would like go. He would unlock the the offense and and unlock Byler Christian's defense. Yeah, oh, man, he was really good. When he's being subbed off, the entire stadium gave him a standing ovation because he was just such an incredible player. And that's England's biggest loss that they couldn't get, you know, tie him down with an England national team. But honestly, for Muziala, smart, good on him, smart. He should play for Germany because he, I think, he'd be better appreciated in the German system and by German fans than with the English fans and in an English system. I mean, especially with Southgate, Southgate as coach. Yeah, no, he's there. But anyway, but but yeah, the fans like the way they watch football. It's 
it's so impressive i love it they're like they like i said like they like every time you make a smart pass they applaud it whenever you get the ball moving you hold possession they applaud that too you know there, i think there's a moment where sadio mani held the ball too long and leroy leroy uh yeah, Sadio Mane had the ball for too long, and then uh, Leroy Sané was running down the other wing, and he could have given it a, a cross to Sané, who would have had a higher chance of scoring, but he didn't. He just held it for too long and tried to dribble, and then it upset all the fans. All the fans were like, don't do that. Like, don't do that. Like, you could sense the fans be like, just don't do that. Just, you know, play the ball. And I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> and um, Oh, there's another time where uh Buziala and Fonzie had a one-two situation except Fonzie lays it off to like right on the edge of the box Fonzie lays it off to Buziala and Buziala passes it back to Fonzie and now Fonzie has the ball in the box in that moment everyone's screaming shoot because you know it's just Fonzie the defenders to his right and he's a left-footed player so he could just shoot and go for it but instead he tries to give another pass back to Muziala which all of the Bayern fans, they were like, they were upset. And it was funny because here's Fonzie trying to be a playmaker, but not be selfish. But they were upset with the fact that he had a chance to score and he decides to overplay it. And and even me, I was like, why'd you, why'd you go for the pass? Just shoot it, dude. Like, you had a chance. You had an open opportunity. Just go for the shot. And this, it was in the moment I really appreciated Bayern Munich fans. They're, if you get in the way of scoring then you're doing it wrong like even if you have to be a little bit selfish even yeah even if you have to be a little bit selfish like just go for it you know and if you're being too selfish and you're not giving the pass or not taking a shot and you're holding ball for too long they get upset and that's i i just i love this philosophy of don't waste any opportunity because the chances diminishes by the millisecond and you could tell what this is why german fo uh, football is so successful because they take those chances you know and not just chances, they try to dim diminish any unpredictable chances that might go against them. Their defense today was unstoppable. Like, no one could get past them. All their tackles were perfect. I don't think there was a single foul that was called against Bayern Munich where everyone got, a, you know, that everyone was upset. Like, I think I, I only remember three fouls going against Bayern Munich because of a bad tackle, but it wasn't like an egregious tackle or deserve the yellow card or red card it was just one of those tackles like you know when it happens i don't think i don't think Bayern Munich got carded today at all and and when those tackles did happen the fans i mean except for one the fans weren't upset they're like you know it happens and they they understood again going back to the fans very high football iq the Bayern Munich fans have a very good football iq and i'm very impressed and yeah so the game ended 4-0 first goal Leroy Sané Second goal, Jamal Muziala. Third goal, Sadio Mane. And fourth goal, Thomas Mueller. And uh, fourth goal was like, eh, but like, because, you know, it was a mistake. Even Thomas Mueller kind of apologized to the goalie. He was like, he's like, I didn't want to score that because the goalie made a bad pass. He slipped and the ball was loose. Thomas Mueller picked it up and just, you know, tapped it in. And even Mueller kind of looked at that goalkeeper saying, hey, bro, I'm not even happy with that one. Um, There's like moments like that you, you won't see on TV, which I found really cool. And yeah and then um and then i noticed because i'm always looking at the ultras because ultras are just so incredible and they <laughs> i saw like 
three or like six ultras just fighting each other like and they're getting into argument who knows about what and they just start pushing and shoving and slapping each other i was just like what is happening i was i was quite impressed i saw it from where i was i'm like oh i saw look they're fighting Uh, and security came in and stopped it but yeah then um but my story isn't over because post okay oh, oh my god okay the bathrooms oh they're so nasty um they're not nasty they're just like the bathrooms if you go there before everyone else they're like okay normal bathrooms but there's one thing i noticed there's graffiti everywhere in the bathroom but it's all like Bayern munich related stuff and like one or two communist well hammered sickle signs here and there but the bathrooms have no uh no mirrors for good reason because they'll probably get destroyed all the time no mirrors um it's all like one big troths in a bathroom it's the same in england same mostly in europe and then there's the individual like uh stalls which i always opted for because i can't perform with those like there's no barriers for the for the urinals so I, can't, I can't perform so <laughs> so like and, and especially with all these really drunk german dudes i'm like yeah i can't do this but yeah there uh, it's um the bathrooms got progressively worse throughout the throughout the game as it would and and yeah it was just it was just not good it was not pretty bathroom situation was really not pretty and and yeah uh, post game post game i was thinking you know i'm maybe i should hang back and wait till the stadium completely empties and then maybe by i want to get outside there'll be less people so it'll be easier for me to take the metro and not just be cramped but at some point i was like okay i'm just gonna leave whatever i think at this point it doesn't matter it's like sixty thousand people here so it's like it's gonna take forever so i get out as i'm walking out usually like when i go to cf montreal games the food stands and stalls are all closed they're not selling anything anymore i remember when west ham game was the same case where there was no more food being sold or no more drinks being sold but when i was going out people were waiting in line to buy more food and more drinks at the concession stands which i was really impressed i was like oh they still sell food i mean which also makes sense like if you own that stadium and people are more people are down to buy food again you know why not make more money right and also they had all these hot dogs that are still available and they were still making more and i was like wow people are actually going and buying these things and uh yeah so we're walking back to the metro just a river of sea of people everyone's drunk everyone's peeing against like concrete walls openly and <laughs> it's just like insane amount of people and i finally get to the train station and we're just packed in there like sardines again and everyone's just so happy everyone's singing Bayern Munich songs and then i finally get back to Marienplatz i got out and i was like oh thank god the the metro ride was definitely the worst because it was just so packed of people it was like very claustrophobic but on that great game <laughs> it was really good it was so much fun it was an incredible experience um yeah the 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 fans there are just are just nuts the fans are really nuts they like the people who go to these games drink a lot like i've seen dudes who had like because they don't when you get a drink they give you these plastic cups that are also reusable and i've seen dudes with like a stack of six or seven and they're just destroyed there's so many drunk people like people get really properly smashed at these games and i think that's why like there's so many fights that happen because like dude this is just like dudes letting loose right and i think because it's oktoberfest there's that other added thing to it that it's oktoberfest so people like wanna like you know get drunk and a lot of people show up to these games in Leidenhausen, which is completely normal yeah and uh 
but yeah it's a uh, it's fun man uh if you have the time especially if you have the money to go watch a Bayern Munich game go for it it's 50 euros a ticket but I got through StubHub so I paid a little more because I'm paying uh yeah but I'm paying for the resale and also paying through stuff you know with the StubHub service fees and whatnot but if you get it directly from Bayern Munich I think it's like 50 on my ticket it says 50 euros so the the games are very affordable but I think they also check your IP address if you want to get 50 euros I think it's best to try buying them while you're in Munich with the munich ip address because i know they for football games whenever you buy tickets they check your ip address to protect the tickets to protect the tickets and price for the locals so keep that in mind if ever you if anyone goes out to watch a game but the bad but that being said it's well this is my first episode where i talk about football it's been a long time <laughs> like i said and whenever i travel i always talk about travel but today was more football heavy because that was a highlight of my day Bayern munich so good so good so good i'm so happy um if you want to see all that it's on it was on my instagram story i'm going to make it into a highlight section of my instagram page to if you want to catch up on what i saw but that being said thank you so much for tuning in listening and being an audience tomorrow i head to zurich and tomorrow i'm actually watching a zurich derby between grasshoppers fc and zurich fc so i'm very excited about that game as well and yeah so yeah that being said thanks for listening thanks for being audience from Munich, this is Soccer Pilgrim. Thank you.